What's happening out there, crew? Welcome to another Clover Tech podcast. I'm, of course, and your host, Chris Dover. So, welcome, or Clover, as most people call me. It is what, August? Is it August already? It is August already. August the 5th, 2021, about a month away from NRA annual meeting, about two months away from USCCA. Uh, so, a lot going on in the next few months. Uh, we're going to uh, get to our guest here shortly. We got Rob from uh, Tucker Gun Leather going to jump in. We're going to screen share uh, that website. Uh, so for uh, those out there that want to follow along, TuckerGunLeather.com, uh, go check that out. If you're in the audio podcast world, well, you can uh, go take a look and peruse that site first or maybe do it after you listen to the podcast, however you want to do it. Speaking of the audio podcast world and those that are in replay, remember, we are recording this live. We're able to field uh, questions through that live chat. I can see some folks already filing in out there. Uh, if you are live, uh, use the at symbol at CloverTac. If you've got questions uh, about the holsters from Tucker Gun Leather, uh, or alternative, you can use the Super Chat. Uh, speaking of Super Chat, special uh, thank you to all those who support the channel uh, through Patreon, YouTube channel memberships, and they use that Super Chat feature. Uh, we do appreciate it. And again, you don't have to Super Chat or anything like that. Use the at symbol CloverTech. That should highlight my uh, name out there, and I will catch your question, see your question, and we welcome those. Um, speaking of comments and also a replay, Remember that wherever you're at in the audio podcast world uh, or whatever, there are comments down below. Utilize those while you're down there. Click the subscribe and the thumbs up and the thumbs down and, you know, all that jazz, the bell. You know how it works. So uh, without further ado, let's bring in Rob from Tucker Gun Leather and get this party started. Mr. Rob, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this morning. I do appreciate it. Well, thank you. I think we're going to have some fun talking about holsters. I, I believe so. Uh, and just to just to throw you under the bus here, uh, I hear this is your first podcast. Is that correct? It is my first podcast. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get you hooked. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, it's um, it's just a conversation. Is is uh, what we're going to do? Um, I want to start out. Uh, Rob, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about Tucker Gun Leather, the company, and kind of the history of, um, you know, the history of the company. When I first got into uh, shooting IPSC back in uh, 1980, I met a guy named Terry Tucker, William T. Tucker, and uh, we enjoyed shooting together. He had had some training in leather work, and... Uh, he started selling some holsters and we just stayed friends. He went off to Wyoming, became a guide out there and took people on elk hunts. And he was gone for many years. And when I found him back in Houston, we reconnected and he was selling his uh, wares to different gun stores in the state. And I said, well, why don't you let me become uh, a dealer and I'll put up a website because the Interweb was getting kind of popular at that time. Mm -hmm. Well, sure enough, I ended up selling the bulk of his holsters over time. <laughs> and uh, we had a good partnership together. The poor guy worked his tail off, uh, except during deer season. He is a avid deer hunter, and he went off doing that a little bit. But the rest of the time, you'd find him working in the shop trying to fill these orders. And... Uh, I remember one time I hired a guy to help us sell some more and uh, it, it was so successful that we ended up backed up with a year's worth of orders. Whoa. And, uh, I spent most of my time talking to customers about where's my order. <laughs> right. Well, we're kind of back in that place again. Uh, where's my order? Mm -hmm. Because right now, uh, we have two lines of holsters, one that I'll just call classic leather, and they're running about three months to ship. And then we have a very unique line called deep carry that's almost six months to ship because we have so many orders. 
Wow. And I have to thank a guy named Julian Espinosa for getting the word out on those. But he's burying me with those orders now. Uh, Tucker still comes in every day. Uh, my office is not at the shop, but I go there frequently. And uh, we have a partner named Charles Bird. Tucker's responsible for having designed all of our leather gear, uh, including especially the, our HF1 belt holster that's our most popular holster. Uh -huh. And then Charles Bird designed the deep carry line. So the the uptick in business that you've seen, I mean, I know that a lot of firearm-related companies, holsters, ammunition, guns, you name it, uh, seen a really big up, uptick in 2020. It still seems to be going on. Uh, is that when it started for you guys too, was, was sometime last year? Yes, uh, probably March of 2020 is when it really kicked in. But we were already doing quite a bit of advertising, and so the two were synergistic and worked together and <laughs> right. created an avalanche. Yeah, yeah, I had a whirlwind situation going on there. Uh, well, that's, that's great to hear, uh, and hopefully you'll see, if you haven't already, uh, I hate to put even more on your plate, but uh, with uh, Texas, we, we talked about this on the phone, but with Texas uh, having constitutional carry happen, uh, 1st of September, hopefully uh, you'll get a, a little more uptick with those Texans anyway, looking for a holster to be able to carry their stuff. Well, the most important thing is for me to let customers know up front and on our website uh, what the lead time to ship is. Uh -huh. uh, one of the biggest complaints customers of holster makers have is, oh, yeah, we'll get that out in two weeks, and then six right. months later they haven't shipped it. And it's, it's pretty normal. I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't want to mention any competitors or other holster companies, but especially with leather holsters, um, pretty much every company that I'm, that I'm aware of that I've ever worked with, they have lead times. There is a, uh, there is a, usually a delay. It's not a, an Amazon situation where you order it and you get it the next day. It just doesn't work like that with a good custom leather holster, right? Well, that's true, and it's difficult to plan ahead and make holsters to put on the shelf because, mm. one, you don't have time because you're already playing catch-up, and two, there's so many different firearms and combinations of devices on those guns that it's just about impossible to predict and prepare for that. Mm -hmm. So we're always responding to custom orders. Now, you know, you talk about the, the different variety, uh, and that leads into, and by the way, um, I know that, that Rob mentioned, for those out there listening, Rob mentioned a couple of uh, holsters. We are going to be taking a look at those over on the website, tuckergunleather.com, if you want to follow along uh, with us when we get to that point. Before we get to that, though, uh, Rob, you mentioned the variety of, you know, just different different handguns that are out there uh and that's one of the biggest things i think for holster companies uh to deal with whether it's leather or kydex or whatever they're making um you know i think you're right it's it's hard to stock and have things pre-made for all of those but my question is with uh with the holsters from tucker uh, are you guys using actual firearms to create and mold and, and those are, are you using blue guns? I'm just curious what the process is with that. Uh, the blue guns, if we can get a blue gun for a particular situation, they seem to work really well. Mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, we've got aluminum castings. Uh, oh, rarely wow. do we use an actual firearm. And uh, the other thing is, we have probably one of the largest gun lists in the country. I mean, you call us for a gun and probably chances are we've got it. And then we have a huge list of lights. Specifically, we want Streamlight, Surefire, and Olight. Those mm -hmm. are the ones that we know we can do. And uh, any kind of red dot RMR you've got, we can do that as well. Once we get into red dots and weapon lights, we're going to go to the deep carry line because we can customize so well for that. Hmm. Unlike normal Kydex where you're heat bending uh, Kydex for holsters, 
the deep carry line takes more time. Uh, before we mold it, we bond leather to it. Not on the outside of the holster, but on the inside. A very thin layer of very durable Herman Oak leather. And then we form it. And then we put a back on it, uh, in the case of a two-piece holster, so that your gun sees nothing but leather against the finish. Mm -hmm. uh, some of our holsters are two-piece where there's a back, and uh, some of them are molded completely around the gun. But in, in molding those, it's not like Kydex at all. It's a much more precise process and often takes longer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to put little things on the pistol, uh, a little strip of leather, a little piece of wood, something to make it work better in the holster. So uh, lots of attention to detail before the molding's done. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, that does sound interesting. Now you mentioned the, you mentioned the red dots and the, and the lights and all of those accessories. Uh, I, there seems to be an uptick of people that do that. Have you noticed an uptick in the sales of holsters that people are looking for a holster with those accessories? Are you selling more and more of those lately? Absolutely. So that's, uh, why the deep carry line is growing as fast as it is and why we have a backlog. Mm -hmm. It's because of the fact that we can accommodate all those gadgets and gizmos. Right. Right. Well, let's jump into Rob. Let's get into the, the, uh, the website and let's talk about some of those products. Uh, before we get to that, just a reminder, we're on tuckergunleather.com. If you want to follow along out there, uh, if you're in the live chat and you've got questions as we're moving forward, anything that, uh, Rob has already talked about or questions moving forward with the products, uh, type at CloverTac in the chat, uh, the at symbol at CloverTac, not the word at and then uh, you can also super chat, and that will highlight your question for us. So uh, let's get on the uh, the website here, Rob. And I know that uh, you had told me the HF1, if I can find it here on the website, uh, is going to be featured in an upcoming magazine. You want to talk about that just for a second before we get to the holster itself? Uh, one of the magazines will be distributing copies of their magazine at the NRA show. And we have a full-page ad on the HF1 in there. So a lot of people are going to see that. And uh, the HF1 is already popular. Uh -huh. uh, if somebody wants a leather holster outside their belt with an FBI cant for wear behind their hip, the HF1 has just really become popular. It's beautiful. The, the, the lines on it that Tucker created, he has a great eye for that. Uh, the fact that it's got a belt slot on either side of the holster pulls it in tight for great concealment. And you get excellent retention without the need for a thumb brake. We offer thumb brakes, but most of the time you don't need them. Mm -hmm. And the base price of 110 bucks, you got a holster that's going to work great. But if you want to line it, if you want to stamp it with designs, uh, a thumb brake, as we said, put a sweat shield on it put a round medallion called a concho on it. Those are all customizable by the customer on the website or on the phone with me. Mm -hmm. And as far as uh, looking down here, I can't remember, but you, you've also got, I mean, everything from Tucker gun leather is, can you think of anything that's not customizable? Maybe that's the easiest question to ask. I think you can customize just about anything, can't you? Yes, to some degree. Some uh, lend themselves to a lot of customization like the HF1. Mm -hmm. Some of our inside the waistband holsters uh, will have one or two options on a holster. We certainly uh, cover the belt sizes of inch and a quarter, inch and a half, and inch and three right. quarter. Uh Colors on the leather, we have uh, black, black cherry, uh, dark brown and medium brown and saddle 10, uh, and even undyed leather, natural leather that will get a certain patina over time. Uh, you can choose your stitching color. You have a lot to customize. And uh, what's interesting to me is 
people talk about their HF1 after they get it. They'll call me up or email me and just rave about how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. uh, they're made out of Herman Oak leather, which is a company that's over 100 years old. And they have some very unique tanning processes that make them really, in my mind, the number one leather to use. Mm -hmm. But I'll get these calls about, well, I'm going to leave this to my son, or I'm going to leave this to my grandson, or I've had this for 10 years and I can't wear it out. It looks great. Nice. It's the best one I think I've ever had, and I've had this twice. Is Rob, I don't know whether to wear it or to frame it. Well, that's sort of, um, you know, full disclosure for everybody out there. I mean, I'm sure folks have seen my Instagram and other things. Um, you know, I do have one of the HF ones. Um, I've been, uh, have been trying it out with my Taurus 1911. Um, uh, and that was, that was what I was blown away with right off the bat. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk about a few different model holsters, of course, moving forward. Uh, and I'm sure it's that way with all of them, but the, I don't even know how to put it, the quality and the workmanship. And you mentioned the detail, the attention to detail. Uh, I had, I've had several people, they knew that it, it was coming. I was talking about, uh, to getting the HF one and it coming in and it did. And I had several people that asked me, they said, well, how do you like it? And I said, well, it's only been a few days. I haven't, you know, I need a few weeks or whatever, you know, wearing it to, to kind of get an idea. I said, but I'll tell you one thing is it's a work of art. It's, it's gorgeous. I mean, I was blown away. Um, the stitching that's, that's one thing with leather that, um, that people don't mention a lot, uh, is how, I don't even know what the word is. It's maybe symmetrical or something, but the stitching is absolutely, the stitching work is absolutely gorgeous, Rob. Well, uh, you can call it Yeah, there you go. There you go. That works. Uh, well, but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I, I could, I could see somebody buying a, buying one of your holsters, putting a, a handgun in it and hanging it on the wall. I can, I can see somebody yeah. doing that. They look that good. Well, the holsters are partially handmade. And certainly we do have some machines for buffing and for stitching. We've got really expensive sewing machines. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of handwork goes into them. The craftsmen who work on them have been trained for a long time. They've been with us for a long time. And that's great for me because I don't make any of the holsters. Um, <laughs> uh, in fact, I don't think you'd want a holster that I made right. not until I made several, uh, all this time, uh, at Tucker gun leather, uh, Tucker has made the holsters or crew that we've hired. We now have about, uh, 19 people working in the shop. Uh, nine of them are working on, uh, holsters that I'm getting orders for. And, uh, the interesting thing is to me that they're consistent and what makes it my job easier because the last thing I want is somebody calling me up as soon as they receive their holster and say, I got a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And we do everything we can to minimize that. And I'm happy to say we do. Right. Well, and you want your, and you want your product line. I mean, consistency in production is a big deal because if, if somebody sees let's say at HF one, right? Somebody, they, they see it at the, let's say the local gun shop and they say, Hey, I really like that holster. What is it? And the guy says, well, it's a Tucker gun leather HF one. And then they go and order one. Well, they have an expectation that they want it to look like the one they seen. Right. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, so it's, it's very important to have that consistency for sure on the, on the history of the HF one, um, about how long have you been producing that? particular holster tucker actually uh created it before he and i met oh or wow before, okay. actually before we did the started doing the marketing together um there's a famous type of holster called a bruce nelson it is also sometimes called an askins avenger and it has a rear belt slot and then it has a belt loop between the body of the holster and the belt and Tucker was sitting around drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes with uh, a fellow named Henry Fisher one day. And Henry had the suggestion, well, you know how well a pancake holster 
conceals because it's got a rear belt slot and a front belt slot, and it just pulls that pancake holster in tight. Why don't you put a little piece of leather, I don't know what the heck to call it, that you put on the front of the holster on the outside that becomes the front belt slot on this wraparound design instead of putting a belt loop on the back, and it'll pull it in like a pancake. Mm-hmm. Well, because his name was Henry Fisher, it became the HF1. Oh, okay. And it followed up with the HF2, which allows the slide of the gun to stick out the bottom, which some people like that look. And then the HF3, which is the revolver version of the HF1. Okay. And you can thank Henry Fisher for the idea. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, well over 30 years on the HF1. Wow. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I was going to ask you and you, you beat me to it there. Uh, I was going to ask you what the difference between the HF one and the HF two is, but we we're looking at it there, uh, on the screen, uh, again, for those that are listening, uh, and want to follow along, tuckergunleather.com. Uh, so yeah, it's six out the bottom. I've got a few holsters like that. Uh, in your personal opinion, do you, which do you prefer? Do you prefer the, the one that covers the entire handgun or the ones that do stick out at the, the bottom why why would somebody i guess my question is why would somebody choose one over the other do you know i get uh full length coverage on the hf1 but the hf2 was actually designed so that you could put three different lengths of a 1911 or a glock in it okay that makes so, sense you know it just covers your four inch your five inch and your three or three and a half inch Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing with the full coverage holster where the gun would go in part way. Right. Or it would be fully seated, but it wouldn't fill the holster. Well, you could buy, you could, you could get an HF one that was for a longer barrel, correct? And then use a shorter yes. in it. But you then see. you would have a, then you would have a larger holster though, right? It would be more bulk to the holster then. So that right. could be a problem as well. So, um, yeah, it definitely fits a that HF two definitely I think fills a fills a need in that sense. That that makes sense. Let's go uh, jump over to that uh, HF three. You said was the the revolver version. It's essentially uh, the same design. Uh, at some point, I made a decision to differentiate it as a revolver version. Uh, we're doing those for a lot of six eighty six pistols. A lot of uh, the new uh, Colt Cobra. Uh, people are still carrying wheel guns, and uh-huh. this holster really works well for those, even up to six inch uh, barrel lengths. Oh wow! Yeah, those are uh, those are neat. So let's jump. Uh, let's jump over uh, Rob off of that HF one, and let's go to. Um, the inside the waistband. Yes. Is that the one you were talking about earlier? The which one was it? The deep. Well, carry. deep carry. Uh, there's a DC one uh-huh. that says IWB configured. Okay. And the reason it says IWB configured is that the DC one can be ordered, configured for on the belt, and it can be ordered for IWB configured. But the cool part is whichever way you order it, all the mounting hardware needed to wear it the other way comes with it. So if you buy one that's IWB configured, you can switch it to on the belt. If you buy one for on the belt, you can switch it to IWB configured. So that gives you a holster that'll go both ways. That's uh, that's pretty neat. And then that one is the deep carry, the D- DC one. Um, is that a hybrid? That's a hybrid holster. It is right? a hybrid. Uh, the back of it is leather, and it's mm-hmm. curved to fit your hip. And then the part that holds the pistol, we could call it the shell, is made of Bolteron, B-O-L-T-A-R-O-N. Uh, it's, uh, in our mind, a com- it's an improvement over Kydex, okay. a little bit different heat range. Uh, 
Uh-huh. Uh, and that's leather lined. And what's funny is that the Bolteron, when they roll it, they roll a pattern into it that looks like leather. And a lot uh-huh. of people will look at the description and think, oh, the leather's on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. So it looks like leather on the outside, and then it's lined with leather before we mold it. And uh, it's extremely durable. Uh, yeah. You don't have any instances of it detaching. Uh, the worst thing you could do, though, would probably be to soak it in water because leather will soften, but uh, I haven't had any issues with that. Right. Uh, well, that's the reason I'd, I'd asked that question is I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the pictures on the website. Again, we're on TuckerGunLeather.com if you want to follow along. And it does have that texture, that sheen, that look. It doesn't look like Kydex. Um, so that's, um, yeah. No, that's most people really neat. appreciate the way that holster looks. Uh, they're proud to wear it. They like the way it functions. And on the DC-1 uh, IWB, the way you can control your uh, depth or your cant angle is by moving those clips on the side up or down mm-hmm. so that uh, that you can... You can wear it pretty low in your pants, although I don't recommend it. I recommend your being able to get a full grasp on the pistol, what they call a full firing grip. And on the uh, belt holster, which you can show in a minute, uh, listed under belt holsters and listed under deep carry. So you can see there's deep carry. Probably deep carry would work fine, but uh, you'll see... The deep the DC, carry DC one shown DC with one? dual speed clip mag pouch. Okay, here it is. I have to make sure people know that the price is not for both; it's just for the <laughs> holster, <laughs> right? So I don't get in trouble. Uh, but the DC one uh, and the uh, DC one IWB are perfect for red dots. Uh, okay, yeah, it's pictured there with a red dot. As a matter of fact, so. In fact, uh, the way it's designed, if you took off the red dot, it wouldn't make any difference. Uh-huh. But you'll also see many of them have lights on them. Once you make it for the light, you got to wear keep that light on the pistol, or it won't work. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's um, that's definitely good to know. Now, the 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 deep carry, the two that we just looked at, which was which ones was that? The deep carry, and then. Uh, well, we looked at the DC one two different ways. We looked at it IWB configured, and we looked at configured for the belt. Okay, I got you. And you're saying that they they they'll reverse either way. Yes, they do. Is that what you just said? Okay, okay. If you're a dedicated uh, belt holster person and you're not going to wear it inside the waistband, take a look at the DC three. Okay, that's the picture with the two holsters together right there. Right. Because I don't have to adapt it for inside the waistband, uh, it's more compact right? front to back. And uh, it may be one of our most popular holsters. Uh, people like it. It's, com- it's uh, comfortable, adjustable. I guess the word's out because we're just getting a ton of words for them. See what we've... Uh... Got some uh, comments out there. Make sure there's not any questions. If you have questions, though, uh, be if, sure to. If, if someone were to scroll all the way down to the uh, on that page, uh-huh. which I invite you to do, you'll start seeing comments and reviews. Keep on going. Keep on going. Oh, there nice. They are hundreds of reviews on our website. That's uh, for every holster. That's pretty good. Five star on that one. So people are definitely liking it for sure. There's one other place that people may want to go on the website that doesn't just jump out. If you go to the very top of the page, Uh customer gallery. I was looking at that the other day. That's pretty neat. So each one of those pictures is backed up with a written review. So if you click on one, any one you choose, uh, let's take a look and see what pops up underneath it. If we, what are we clicking on again? Oh, any of the. Any picture. 
First Any, off, you the, see the the number of stars, and then you see a comment. That uh -huh. guy's comment is not, not very detailed. You can hit the arrow. <laughs> oh, okay. And it'll just keep moving through. And so you'll get a picture. You'll get a short comment from the customer. Some of them are very compact comments, and some of them like to go on and on. Uh -huh. But the thing I love about this business is the enthusiasm our customers have. Um, do we ever mess up? Yeah, occasionally we do, but we take care of it. Most of the time, we just get great reviews, great pictures. These are all sent in to us by customers uh, using uh, TrustSpot, which we send out a invitation to customers after they've had their holster a while and they have a chance to respond. Nice. Um, and yeah, this is a, this is a big plus because if you were out there and you were looking for, uh, you know, looking for a holster, uh, it's nice to be able to go through and see this type of, of buyer feedback, right. Of customer feedback. It's critical. Um, yeah. And it says a lot. I think it speaks a lot to, uh, to Tucker gun leather that you guys put this information up there. I mean, how many, how many companies are out there that they don't have a section like this? You know, they don't want their customers, uh, talking about their products. So, uh, it's pretty neat. So let's jump. Um, so we've covered those Rob, what's the, uh, What's the next biggest one? Do we want to talk about that chest holster or? Let's take a look quickly at the chest holster. Let's do that. I've got two chest holsters, one of which is a hybrid uh -huh. and the other is all leather. So you have a choice. Let's, uh, uh, let's talk about, so the hybrid is the, is the newer version of the leather. Basically, I'm guessing. They're both, right? They both came out about the same time. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so they are. We Go wanted ahead. to give the customers a choice. Okay. So they're essentially the same holster, just one's hybrid and one is leather. Correct. Is that, that it? That's okay. correct. Okay. And the mounting uh, straps are the same for both. Mm -hmm. They're mil-spec straps. They uh, are fully adjustable, and it comes with a retaining strap for the, for the pistol or revolver. Um. Some people have, many people, in fact, have looked at it and said, if I buy that, can I get the hardware and wear it on my hip? I hmm. think there's something they miss, and I have to tell them. The holsters that look like that, the deep carry hip holsters, are curved uh -huh. to fit your hip, where these are flat. And so if you put hardware on one of these flat chest rigs, it wouldn't work well on your hip. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't think about that, but, uh, yeah, you're absolutely correct. I want to jump back here, take a look at the, uh, hybrid, because this is the one that, uh, I've got here from you guys that I'm checking out. And I got to tell you, Julian, <laughs> Julian called me a few days after I got it. And he said, uh, you know, just, just curious, you know, what you think about the, uh, about that, that chest rig. And I said, well, I mean, it's beautiful. Like the HF one. I mean, I've got no complaints there. Um, but a couple of things, um, I, I had to kind of work my mind. I got for the Glock 20, of course. Uh, and I did have to work my Glock 20 in and out of it a few times. Um, and I don't know, I don't know why that, why that was, but you're talking about the chest holster. Yeah. Talking about the chest holster. Yeah. It's a little tight, um, to get the, to get the strap on because the, the strap is like, it's, it's majorly secure. <laughs> it's not loose at all when you, and it was actually hard to get the strap on. Um, in matter of fact, when I first got it, I couldn't get the strap on. That's why I told Julian, I said, I don't know if I wasn't holding my tongue right or what was going on. But I said, um, there for a little while, I was concerned that the strap was too short. Uh, but after, like I said, after moving the gun in and out of it, I don't know, I'd say a dozen, two dozen times. Um, maybe I just wasn't doing something right, but the strap, it actually fits now and it fits really secure and really tight, which I like. I mean, what's the point of having a strap if it's loose, right? So, uh, I don't have a 
concerned with that. But just so folks, if they pick one up and that maybe they get it right out of the package and, and the strap doesn't work, I had the same issue. Uh, and it, like I said, after a few tries, I was able to figure it out. So, uh, don't know what the issue there was, Rob, but, um, I think it was me. I think it was the user. <laughs> well, I don't know. In any, any case, what we want people to do is call us. Mm. There's no point in suffering, right? Right. <clears throat> right. Um, and you talk about the straps and everything. That's one thing I've got. Uh, I think this is the third, third or fourth maybe chest rig that I got. And as far as being robust, that's a word I like to use with this. Um, this is a very robust holster and the straps is part of the reason a lot of the chest rigs that you see out there today, uh, they've got little teeny tiny elastic style straps. Um, this thing here is, is solid. It's tough. <laughs> That's the intent. So, um, but I mean, other than you talk about that curve, as far as the construction on this, um, it's essentially the same as it, it the does deep look carry. just, it does look just like that deep carry. You're right. Yeah. Now, a question that I had, so we're looking at a, at a picture and again here for those out there, uh, whether you're live or whether you're in the, um, audio podcast or hopefully you're following along or taking a look at tuckergunleather.com. Um, but a question that I did have Rob with, with this one, and I didn't ask Julie and I thought, well, I'll save that for Rob. Um, the contact points for the straps, um, the way this is set up, can those be changed for cant and how it rides and that sort of thing? Because it looks like it can, but I wanted to ask before I started moving things around. Yes, you can move them around. Okay. Okay. So that's what I was, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, that is the, uh, what the DC4 chest holster and how long we talked about the hf1 about how long has this uh the the deep carry chest holster been well, the available deep, the deep carry started up approximately three years ago mm -hmm. uh designed by charles bird uh the chest holster probably came a few months to maybe a year after the belt holsters did okay the deep. okay Okay, good to and know. Then, uh, the other thing that we might mention under products is uh, shoulder holsters. Sure. We get uh, we get questions every now and then about about shoulder rigs for sure. Um, two executives. What that means is no spare ammo pouch. Okay. One one is vertical and one is horizontal, and then you're looking at the full rig, which normally comes with a double magazine pouch or a double speed loader pouch. Mm -hmm. This particular individual wanted a triple and we charged him a little extra. Wow. Right there. Stop on that picture mm -hmm. and imagine you're reaching across. Cause this guy is a lefty. He's going to reach across with his left hand. He's going to take the grip on that 1911 and his index finger, his trigger finger is going to pop that little latch. And when he pops it, the gun pivots with the pivot point being at the bottom of the holster. So it just comes right out in your hand without you having to lift it. That's, that's nice. And that's sort of unique, especially for a, uh, uh, cause, oh, it, it aggravates me to no end. And I'm sure you, you've seen them. There's the cheap nylon, <laughs> whatever they are, um, shoulder holster rigs that are out there, the quote unquote universal rigs. Um, and those are horrible. You have to lift from the top. They don't fit the gun. Right. Um, and I guess people that are on a super tight budget, maybe that's what they have to go with. But yeah, this setup with that thumb break and then the pivot. Um, and you'll notice that we have tie nice. downs mm -hmm. to, that hook to your belt. If you want them, it's an right. option. And you know, I find I like the I like the tie down option. I just find the draw um, so much more. I don't know. I almost said more smoother, but that wouldn't be the correct way to say that. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely a lot smoother. The draw is if you have those uh, if you have those tie down straps there. So, you bet. Um, 
One of the things also that I'd like to mention when we were talking about inside the waistband holsters is uh, there's three versions of the Deep Carry DC2 holster. Uh, a single clip inside the waistband that you would wear on your hip that's fully adjustable for ride height and cant angle. We, we really should take a quick look. It's under Deep Carry. Uh, and there's two other Deep Carry DC2s. Uh -huh. uh, and I thought I want to mention them. So these, you see it right there on the top row. There's the single clip IWB. Uh-huh. Uh, oh yeah, no, uh, this one. And you you just had the appendix holster, which is the other. Okay. So the DC2 IWB is bolter on with a leather lining again with a single clip. The female threads are so well anchored that when you take an Allen wrench and tighten down on that clip, it's going to keep the orientation, keep the angle. And uh, we saw a lot of those. Uh, the appendix version, which you had just momentarily, has yeah, a fixed one, clip. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it's a different style clip on that one. And uh, it's designed so that we allow for a full firing grip. If the customer doesn't want vertical, if we know ahead of time, we can put a little angle on that. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and a lot of people like like appendix like appendix carry i'm not a oh man it is really becoming more and more popular mm -hmm. um, and the third thing would be under deep carry as well is the deep carry paddle holster there it is on uh, the far right here it is sure enough and uh depending on the gun it may or may not have a little cut down in front as shown there mm -hmm. some of the longer guns do uh, even for your red dot or RMR, uh, available in people ask me about why aren't there more colors? You might've noticed yourself, Chris, that on right. Kydex sites, which of, uh, 200 colors would you like on your holster? Oh, sites? at least. And then another infinite number of designs and patterns that they have a lot of times. Right. Well, when we chose Bolteron. Uh, the cost per pallet load mm -hmm. is substantial. Right. So we couldn't buy two sheets. We had to buy a pallet load of, of certain colors. And uh, black, of course, is very popular. Black cherry, uh, in some of the little pictures below that picture, if you put your cursor below down there where it shows the small ones, there you go. I think that's going to, to the one to the right of it, that shows the, bl the black cherry color. That's oh, okay. very popular. The teal, which is the light greeny blue, uh, probably not too many. We had the ladies in mind for that. Mm -hmm. But th there's basically four colors available. Right. And uh, we don't get any complaints. Well, the, you know, the answer to that question, uh, and that's the way I would answer that now. If somebody asked me, they said, hey, you know, heard, you know, Tucker Gun Leather on the podcast. Why do they not make, you know, so have so many different colors of Kydex? I'm going to tell them because it's not Kydex. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, that's the easiest way to answer that question. Well, Chris, We've, do you uh, have any, any picture, any correction, any uh, questions we haven't covered? We, we do. We have one out there actually in the, uh, in the chat, Gunmetal Guy USA. He says, he'll check, he says, I'll check out the site. He said, but do you have any cross-draw single-action revolver holsters? Yes. If you look under products, you'll see field holsters. F-I-E-L-D. There field he holsters. is. Sure enough. And the one on the far right, that's the field holster. If you'll click on it, uh -huh. you have a choice of vertical or cross-draw. So there's one on the uh, bottom row there of the th pictures. There's a good typical, probably a Ruger. Mm -hmm. We have so, made those for uh, Smith and Wesson model 500s. Oh, wow. Up through eight and three eighths inch barrels. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. And, and I like that ha hammer thong as opposed to a thumb break for those old Western style. Yeah. 
Um, I would agree. I mean, it's a little bit quicker to me. That's a little bit quicker release. Um, and all you're really looking for is retention anyway, just something to, to help keep it in there. So works, uh, fine. Uh, gunmetal guy USA says, awesome. Thank you. Um, uh, you're welcome. Gunmetal guy. Thanks for, thanks for ringing it up. So we, uh, did not miss out on the, uh, field model here. Yes, sir. And I'm guessing the field model, it looks like we got all kinds of customizations, the same yes. as all the other holsters. So yes, we do. Uh, that's nice. So is there anything we're missing, Rob, on the, uh, on the website here? That I don't think, think so. Of? I think we pretty well covered it. Uh, I'm available by phone all day long, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, our 800 number is on the website there, 308-6628. You will get a voicemail, but I'm very good about returning calls. Right. And uh, I'll even recall return calls on weekends if, I'm not tied up because I want to take care of my customers. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm happy to talk to you. I, if you call me and you don't end up ordering something, I'm not going to try to make you do anything. I got enough business as it is. And besides, I like chatting with people. Well, and it's a, it's a good time to bring up what you brought up at the, at the first of the chat. We may have some people obviously that came in live a little late. Uh, and that's your lead time. I mean, with, uh, the stuff yeah. from Tucker Gun Leather, you need to uh, need you to need to be ahead. absolutely absolutely sure, yeah, that you that you're going to be patient because uh, yeah, custom, anything custom in leather, it, it, including the uh, shoulder holsters, is going to be three months, right? And, right. And uh, anything in bolter on the deep carry holsters, we're right about six months right now. Yeah, um, worth the wait. In my opinion, uh, if you're out there, I mean, I, I, again, I have the chest rig as well as an HF one. So be looking for, for further reviews and stuff like that on the, on the channel. But, uh, I can testify again to the workmanship and the, uh, and the beauty of the pieces as well. I'm going to take the website down, uh, again, for those out there live replay, wherever you at tuckergunleather.com. Check it out. Rob mentioned the number 800-308-6628. Uh, if you want to uh, give them a call, but I'm going to remove this right quick, Rob, um, and uh, start winding things down, I suppose, here. Uh, I think you. we've done a good job covering it well. I, I think we have, and I, I appreciate you coming on. Now, I don't know if you keep up with it or if it's it's Julian or whoever, but I know you guys are on. Uh, we've got the face. I mean, the uh, website, of course, TuckerGunLeather.com. You guys have a Facebook and an Instagram. Yes, uh, we do. It, it looks like, um, so, uh, encourage people to check that out. You can of course get to that from, uh, the bottom of the, uh, tuckergunleather.com website. There's links down at the bottom of that. Um, you were talking about the, uh, the NRA show in, in Houston. Is that something that you're, you're going to be going to Rob? I'm going to it, but I am not displaying. I don't have a booth Okay. okay. and because of my knees, I'm going to be riding around in a little cart. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, that 14 acres of displays, it will wear you out. Even if um, you're in it shape. will. No, I, I totally agree. It will. So that'll be good. I'll be looking for you. Um, going to be nice. I mean, it was nice to have you on here. I know we've talked a couple times before, uh, and now I've got a face to put with a voice and that sort of thing, but it'd be nice to meet up and, and shake your hand and uh, maybe hang I'll, out and I'll chat for a few a minutes. Coca-Cola. That will work. That will work. Most of the time, people offer to buy me a beer, and I don't drink. But uh, I'll take the Coca-Cola for sure. Uh, Rob, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, before Rob uh, gets out of here, before we leave this one, again, uh, TuckerGunLeather.com. Uh, go check out uh, all the stuff that we've talked about. Uh, number 800-308-6628. If you've got questions about uh, the different holsters, the stuff we talked about, I think we covered everything, but check the website. There may be more. Rob, before we get out of here, have we we, have we covered everything? You think we're, we're good? We're good. Well, that will uh, work. Thanks again, Rob, for uh, well, thank joining us. Well, thank you very much for hosting us today. 
I uh, I surely do appreciate it. It's it's been a lot of fun talking holsters. For those that joined us live, uh, Gunmetal Guy USA, the only one that, that really had a question. Appreciate the the question out there from Gunmetal Guy uh, and everybody else in the live chat. Remember, if you're in replay, we record these live every time, so you can actually participate as it's being recorded. And like Gunmetal Guy USA, potentially get a uh, a shout out out that way so until next time uh, we are out of here don't forget to uh, chain fire freedom mm-hmm.